Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Strategic Slut Podcast, where the aim is to reclaim the word slut and open the conversations about taboo topics. Today, I have a solo episode. It is my first, second of the week episode. We're doing two times a week uploading now, so I hope that you guys are excited for that. Um, It's a little bit of a new development into the podcast, so I hope that that is something of interest to y'all. But today, I decided that, well, originally I want to quickly just mention that Fridays, I kind of want to dedicate to my own solo situation, and then I can kind of discuss, like, current things or just, like, kind of niche topics that are really of interest to for my own self. Um, That might sound selfish, but it's really the things that I find interesting and I love to do, like, a deep dive. But today, I feel like I had to stay real fucking on the pulse because we have things to talk about. As you heard, Wet Ass Pussy by Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion dropped on last Friday, and it broke the internet. Some, I'm sure, if you have not heard this song, I feel like you need to pause this and go listen to it real quick, just so that uh, there's no spoilers of the kind of reaction roller coaster that you may go on, as I did. <laughs> but it has been an insane week of seeing how this song has impacted social media, how it's broken the news headlines, and um, really given us a lot to think about here. So let's just quickly talk about this for a second, because I find it very fascinating. I'm slightly enraged, and um, I've been twerking for a week to this song. So let's talk about it. So what is WAP by Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion? It is a collab song that they came out with last Friday, and WAP stands for Wet Ass Pussy. Um, It's all about female sexuality. It is quite vulgar, and it has a lot of lyrics that you probably would not expect to hear from female rappers. And I think that the element of surprise is exactly what is kind of making this all blow up. I feel like I need to kind of just give you a quick run through of like how I first reacted to it because I was kind of shook. So I'm like in Vancouver sitting with my cousin and we put it on the Bluetooth speaker because I'm like, oh my god, like it was hyped up for quite a few days on Instagram. So I was really excited for the collab. And the minute I put it on and you know, you hear the there's some hoes in this house. I'm like, oh, okay. And then she comes in with like certified freak and she just keeps going. And then Meg Thee Stallion comes in and like something Gluck swallow me. I don't even know the lyrics, but it was a lot. And um, my reaction was kind of, I was so shook. I was kind of uncomfortable because I was with my cousin. I didn't know how he felt about it, Um, but it was kind of a funny thing. So, like, the minute that I'm listening to it, I was kind of like, ugh, like, I need to turn this off. And I had kind of, like, a repulse reaction, which I don't like. I don't enjoy that I, my first instinct was to just turn it off because we'll get into why that's problematic in general. But anyways... Then I like went back and I'm like, hold on, I need to, I actually need to hear this. So I pulled up the lyrics. Luckily, someone within the like hour it had been posted had already put them on the Google. And I 
actually played it again on the Bluetooth speaker with the lyrics in front of me. And I was shook. Oh my god, when I say that I was kind of just like dumbfounded, um, yeah, my mouth was like hanging open. I was just like, oh, what? What, what did they just say? What what did she just say? It was a lot. It was a lot of reactions, um, a lot of emotions. But then it kind of stuck in my brain. I'm like, wait. And then it took me like a second to get over the like shock of it all. And then I'm like, this is kind of fuck. This kind of hits. Like, it, you know, and I wasn't sure how I'd feel about Cardi B because just as like a personal note, I love Cardi B, but I feel like she had her like couple songs and then hasn't really released anything that Personally, I've liked. Um, I'm definitely more of like a Meg Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj kind of gal. Um, but I do love Cardi B. Let's not, you know, get it twisted here. I just wanted to kind of make that clear. Of just, I also wasn't sure about the collab in general. Um, but yeah, I was very shocked. So I just want to quickly talk about why or how people have reacted. And then we can talk about why I'm mad. So... There's been a lot of discussion on multiple different accounts of social media, you know, on TikTok is a whole chain of like dancing and like kind of like funny TikToks around like bringing girls in or freak out, kind of things like that. Um, and then there's been hilarious reaction videos of like, you know, me when I first heard WAP kind of thing which I relate to very much so. And then on Twitter has been a major thread of discussion of female sexuality, double standards, feminism, male rappers and what they do. So we'll dive into that in a second. Facebook, I feel like there's actually not much about it yet. I feel like it's going to take the um, older generation another week to start asking what's WAP. And Instagram has been full of like either people posting about it or people talking about like Kylie being in the video. So um, there hasn't been as much, I think, intensity as far as Instagram, but it's probably also mostly like stories that I've seen. Not, I haven't really gone through a ton of comment sections like I have within Twitter threads, but there are a lot of like Instagram posts that I've seen on stories just kind of describing how female sexuality is being portrayed after this song came out. So there's a lot to talk about here and I really want to dive deep. So just to start, I kind of want to like break this. I, I just want to use her what tweet because I think it was so beautifully worded. Shireen Taylor tweeted, quote, my favorite part of WAP is that it promotes women articulating sexual agency, prowess, desires, demands, and autonomy. And it's also getting men upset, end quote. I think that was so fucking funny because it's very true. And I also just want to bring another girl who tweeted um, just to kind of like, what do you call it? Like wrap up my thoughts because um, I think they beautifully, both beautifully worded it. So Ashley Ray tweeted, quote, some men really are into the power they feel by centering themselves in sex and dismiss dismissing female pleasure. They don't eat pussy. They don't care if she comes because it's not about enjoyable sex for them. It's just about the power dynamic that that's why WAP got them mad. And then she also tweets, quote, how old were you when you realized for some men, part of enjoying sex is not you enjoying it. They'll really get off on using you for the pleasure and turn around and get mad slash act like you haven't worked for it slash deserve it when you can vocalize your desires and tweet. 
So I love those couple points because I think that it does kind of sum up the issues at hand here. So when this song dropped, so many people's reaction, including my actual gut reaction, was being repulsed. And the issue that's really there is that we were shocked by women talking about their own sexuality and pleasure and, I mean, what it's referring to is genitalia as well. Um, that's obviously not all women have vaginas, but in this case, they're talking about wet ass pussy. And it's really interesting because for, since like the start of rap, I can think of, there has been male rappers, you know, rapping about sucking dick, getting laid, fucking hoes. Like if you think of all the rap music that's out there, there's some vulgar language used specifically towards women, degrading women and completely sexualizing them. And why, so, so, so why are we so shocked by this song? Is it just because it's about women actually liking sex, engaging in sex and kind of being in a slightly more dominant role too of like seeking pleasure and actively being a player in sex rather than one of those passive dismissive roles. That's something to think about. There's a lot of thoughts on Twitter, like I said, and one in particular thoughts on Twitter alluded to discussions of women, quote, behaving just as poorly as men in the name of feminism. I feel like I just need to take a second there to let you think about that. Behaving just as poorly as men in the name of feminism. It's only considered poor behavior when it is a woman choosing to embrace her sexuality freely. There is no reason to lower the value of a person based on how they choose to present themselves. When you think of that quote, like, it's pretty fucked up. And there's a lot of threads on Twitter that men have been engaging in um, kind of slut-shaming Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B and any woman who sings along to the song. And it's really interesting because the idea that rapping or singing about sex as a bad influence already has its own interesting criteria to break down. You know, women talking about sex in general has already been a thing that, I mean, most of this podcast is surrounded by, you know, it's called strategic slut. It's reclaiming the word slut. What the fuck is a slut, right? Like if you're new to this podcast, think about how, what was, what is the definition of a slut? There's not even a way to quantify it, to qualify it. There is no actual definition. It is a term used in a gendered way to really devalue and dehumanize women for participating and you know, or even self-pleasure. Women talking about masturbating, the word slut is even used. So um, yeah, it it's really quite fucked up when you think about it. So women are being, you know, so two particular women like Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B are being trashed for saying the things that they've said in this song. And I feel like men are pressed about something hear about like talking about their pussy and sex life but when guys rap about their dick and sex life it's it's all cool you know I think of Lil Wayne I've been really sitting on this idea of like Lil Wayne you know she licked me like a lollipop 
we were talking about this at a very young age. I was singing along at this to the song like at the age of I'd say 10. And I didn't know what it meant at the time, but is it only okay to rap about sex when it's for male pleasure? You know, if I, I think of so many songs of like fuck her brains out and suck my dick and all of these things and it's only for the male pleasure. But in this song, it's for like and only for the female pleasure. And I think that's really unique because it's really this like free embracing of sexuality that we've never really seen before. And I mean, we could go into even like women participating in sex work and porn and all these things. Like there's so many issues within women and embracing sexuality from every level. Um, but I, I want to stick to kind of the music here because this is a podcast. <laughs> it's not a documentary. So I just want to like be concise. But what I really want to drive home here is like male rappers have been sexualizing and degrading women for ages. Um, and in particular, I'd like to bring up just a couple songs to read off just a couple lyrics to put some things in perspective. So Pop That by French Montana. He says, drop that pussy bitch, what ya twerkin' with? Um, blah, 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 blah. Work, 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 bounce. <laughs> don't stop. Pop that, don't stop. And keep talking about what you're twerking with. I feel so white girl, like, talking these lyrics, speaking these lyrics. Um, but yeah, 50 Cent, I'll take you to the candy shop. I'll let you lick the lollipop. Go ahead, girl, don't you stop. Keep going till you hit the spot. Whoa. Also, In the Club by 50 Cent. You can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. Look, mommy, I got the X if you into taking drugs. I'm into having sex. I ain't into making love. So come give me a hug if you into getting rubbed. There's also Young Money said Steady Mobbin. He says, but I could fuck your girl and make her nut for me, then slut for me, then kill for me, then steal for me. And of course, it'll be your cash. Then I'll murder that bitch and send her body back to your ass. Do we realize how vulgar and degrading those lyrics are? Now, I need to very, very clearly state that I am a huge fan of rap music and it has always been problematic for me because as someone who was studying women's studies for four years and has a degree in such of a program, um, not... Listening to rap was really sad because I love rap music, but also listening to rap music often made me angry because I knew that it goes against everything I believe in. So it's definitely that like bad feminist Roxanne Gay situation where it's like I can acknowledge all of the issues within rap music, but I can still kind of have that as a almost guilty pleasure. But there is no perfect feminist. Let's just make that really clear. But um, yeah, when you go into very like popular songs and speak those lyrics out loud, they're pretty fucking nasty. So why is it that, you know, these lyrics are proudly wrapped along with, including myself, and it's also more acceptable to brag about grabbing another pussy than to brag about the greatness of your own pussy. Think of who's the president of the United States. Grab her by the pussy. But when a song comes out called Wet Ass Pussy, suddenly it's problematic, suddenly it's nasty, suddenly it's women who don't respect themselves. 
that's fucking annoying. And there's this whole other side of it of parenting. So there's this element of being a role model that is apparently placed on Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. And a huge thread on Twitter was going on about this. And I thought it was really interesting. So I have some points because for one, I truly don't think, I'm not a parent, let's make that clear, but I don't think that parents should be, you know, looking to rappers to be responsible for how their children perceive life and sex and all of these things. I truly believe that parents should be monitoring their own children and what they're consuming in general. You know, like, of course, things are much more accessible in today's age of technology, but artists can make the music that they want and that speaks to them. And if you think about Cardi B, she is an adult entertainer and performs for adults. She's always been who she is and has never tried to be a role model for young girls, young women. She's just speaking her truth. And I would prefer my future children knowing that there are grown-ass women who have full control over their sex lives than hearing what grown men want to do to women and often blurring the lines of what is disrespectful and what is not. Parents also have the power to block and censor a lot of things away from their children if they choose to. And music isn't supposed to set an example for your kids. You are. Yes, music does have the power to influence a lot of things, but as parents, you can't be blaming certain songs, artists, music videos, etc. You really got to take some responsibility there. And I also think that it's an interesting idea that children are so innocent. You know, when I think of my own childhood, I was always intrigued by the things that mommy and daddy wouldn't talk to me about, you know, the sex scenes that you're maybe supposed to look away from or the even when like sex ed was starting to come out, you know, I had the shittiest sex ed in school, but even those questions and kind of I, I had I was a very curious kid. I was very like, what are you not telling me here? Um I wasn't so innocent at a very young age. Like, I feel like I learned about blowjobs when I was like eight, nine years old. So I think that as much as parents are wanting to protect their children from growing up maybe a little too young, um, there's also this element of like, children aren't as innocent as you think. They're actually a lot smarter. They pick up on a lot of things. And I would be more concerned with how you, as a parent, frame certain subjects um, for your child to look up to. I hope that that makes sense. And I'm, I'm not trying to give parenting advice, but I think it's really a far-fetched to blame two female rappers about a song that they've written about sexual agency and desires and autonomy and be so angry about it. You know, hearing this song isn't going to make your daughter a quote-unquote little slut. So <laughs> I think... That's something to consider. Um, there's also this thing of, like, hatred for Kylie. You know, if you guys have watched the music video for it, Kylie Jenner pops up in the music video for, like, three seconds. And the amount of people who signed petitions to get her out of the music video, but yet, like, the numbers versus how many people have signed up for petitions for human rights, like... I think that's weird. Um, I think that there's a weird element of hatred towards 
successful women in the industry. And I mean, like Kylie Jenner's got her own set of things that we could break down and everything. But to be so pressed about a woman in a music video, I think is very strange. Um, yeah, I would really urge everyone to reevaluate that whole energy exchange, I'd say. It's fucking weird. But there's also this, like, thing I've, I've been dabbling with all week of, like, how we've also degraded other female artists for performances or songs or whatever. So I was thinking, I don't know why this came up, but Miley Cyrus and Robin Thicke's performance of Blurred Lines at the award show that one year where she's kind of, like, twerking on him and he's thriving in it and his, like, wife divorced him after I don't know if it was because of that performance or the music video or the song in general it's very rapey please do a deep dive but we like slut shamed Miley Cyrus so fucking hard in the media yet she didn't really do much wrong I mean I don't know that I would have twerked on a married man who's like much older than me on stage for national television but obviously she was trying to get publicity as well. Like there was that, you know, element of attention and kind of shock factor, which is fine. And you're a performer, you know, people like actors and actresses, they're, they're always saying sex scenes and stuff. It's all acting. So why did we slut shame her so fucking badly? Like part of me is like, oh, she crossed the line. But I'm like, did she? Like, did Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper cross a line? Like, I don't think so. I think they're doing their jobs. And I think that, you know, we just we don't know everything behind the scenes either. Like, I feel like people may have asked Miley and Robin Thicke to act that way on stage. Who the fuck knows? I, I don't have any insight on that. But I just want to think of the language that was used towards Miley in the press about how she participated in that performance and the way that the media really did kind of like dehumanize her like lost all respect for her as a person for kind of embracing this like free sexual thing on stage and um this is part of her like kind of quote-unquote crazy phase and I think it's kind of interesting because she was very like you know like can't be tamed um type of Miley who kind of just like let free and wanted to rebel against societal norms and expectations and I think it is really an interesting thing so not that this is directly correlated I just want to talk about just in general like how we view female sexuality like this is a huge thing and there's something that's really important that I haven't even said yet the intro of there's some whores in this house is a sample from Frank Ski in 1992. So the joke here is that embedded in itself, men fucking wrote that, but are pressed about the song talking about women expressing their inner whore, their inner slut, their inner freak, if you will. Like, it's very interesting of the response of this. And I just, I think it's interesting that male rappers do not get dragged for rapping about sex, drugs, slipping Molly into champagne without her knowing at Rick Ross, um, even DJ Khaled not eating pussy, not that that's like, you know, if, I don't know how to explain that, like, consensual 
actions that only make you comfortable should be important. But I think there's like this weird element of like not wanting to please the woman that you're with. That's to me, that's kind of weird. I don't think all women wake up every day really excited or sorry, all straight women wake up every day to just like suck a dick, but you do it to pleasure your partner because that's what makes sex really fun is pleasuring each other. Um, just in case you didn't know. So I think it's just really fucking weird. And then in today's climate of hashtag me too, hashtag grab her by the pussy, hashtag nasty woman. Um, and I mean like Epstein and all the things about human trafficking, like all of these kind of major topics that are currently being discussed. Um, I think it's interesting that this is what we're mad about in today's culture and society. I kind of, I'm annoyed with myself that even my first reaction to the song was so repulsive because I think it was really just one of those things that I've never heard female rappers or female artists or women in general talk so vulgar about their own pleasure and things like that. But there's also this idea that like, I don't know that a lot of men know what even like wet pussy means. Um, I think that the sexual education is lacking there as well. In the sense that most men don't even know like the female anatomy. Um, a lot of men don't know where the clitoris is and how that all works. So I just kind of wonder if like men even know what like wet ass pussy means because from like a scientific whole thing, biological standpoint, um, women naturally get wet as lubrication to prep for sexual activity. Just in case you don't know, some women have a harder time getting more wet than others. Um, this can be influenced by medication. If you're on birth control, it's a huge thing. Antidepressants. Um, sometimes it's lack of foreplay to be turned on for that all to get a little um, I was gonna say moist. I'm sorry guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's this is like a thing that makes sex really pleasurable for women because if you're going in dry, um, it hurts like a motherfucker. So that is also something I'm kind of considering of just like, do men know what that means? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think that it's a kind of a fetish, like especially within porn of like wet, juicy pussy, but I don't even know if men actually like know what that even means. Um, and a lot of these lyrics, I'm just looking at them right now, have kind of like sexualized men and kind of objectified them in a way of like, I, I don't know how to explain it. I'm looking at it right now. Like he got a beard. I'm trying to wet it. Um, <laughs> I let him taste it. Now he diabetic. It's just a lot of things that are really funny. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how to explain it without my family disowning me, but it's just kind of funny how men are so upset by this. And I think that it's actually a really fucking catchy song. It's really um, something that we needed in the world. And there's this whole other thing actually related to the whole wet pussy thing is like in sexual, sexual education in school, a lot of us, I'd say most of us, don't come at me. Um, a lot of us learned about wet, gene, wet dreams, male ejaculation, and male masturbation. But most 
people, I'm gonna make this statement, did not learn anything about female pleasure. A lot of men really do treat sex as something that they do to women, not with women. And yeah, so I feel like this song is actually really good for society to get the discussion of going about female pleasure because what the fuck are we doing? Like, you know, and we're also, how long have women been making jokes about faking orgasms? Like when I think about the amount of jokes that are on social media, in, in stand-up comedy, in movies, like all of these things, and men haven't caught on that we're actually faking it and that doesn't make them like uncomfortable like maybe they don't voice it maybe I'm, I'm just throwing ideas around here but I've never asked a guy like how do you know if she's faking it or like you know what can I do to ensure my girl some female pleasure like I've, I've truly never had a conversation with that and I don't know that it makes men worried where like women I think of like Cosmopolitan magazine when I was growing up I was like 15 and I bought a magazine of Cosmopolitan um, graduated from Seventeen magazine, and I remember like so many of the articles were like how to give the best head job or blow job, <laughs> how to give the best head job. <laughs> I was gonna say head and blow job at once. Okay, keep moving. And there was also like you know how to pleasure him, how to spice up your sex life, but it never it never dealt with female pleasure. And maybe the articles in Cosmo are like changing now, but when I was like. 14, 15, I'm reading this, I'm just, I, I remember even kind of, like, slightly thinking to myself, like, what the fuck is this? In the sense of, like, not only did blowjobs make me want to die, um, but it was also, like, why is it all about that? Like, I definitely kind of had this underlying thought at a young age, but not being able to have the, like, language or criteria to even understand why it's problematic. And, like, the fact that it is problematic, I thought I was such a, like, black sheep for thinking these thoughts at a young age. And then, fuck, I took a course called How to Sex Ed and it changed my life. Like, it really broke down all the ways that we have thought about sex in very gendered ways and that it can be very harmful towards women. And, you know, there's a trend on TikTok right now going around about, like, nurses, doctors, lawyers, um, women in, like, professions like that, them posting photos in bikinis and how they are being kind of, like, monitored by their place of work and by even, like, clients and patients because apparently it makes them less of a person or less of a professional by wearing a bathing suit. And it's just really funny because most male doctors, firefighters, lawyers, all of those, um, we see a, a, you know, male firefighter in a swim shorts and everyone's getting all, <laughs> I was going to say lubed up. That's really funny. <laughs> Guys, I'm, I'm really unleashed right now. But yeah, like women are out here getting hot and heavy and it's just a very gender double standard that will always enrage me. Um, and even talking about this topic, it's just so fucking annoying because we have so many layers to unpack and unlearn. And I don't know that men have this emphasis of doing that work. But I think women, if you're listening, please, please, please make the men in your life listen up to these kinds of concerns because I really don't think that we've put place enough emphasis on it 
and it's directly correlated with so many other things that like aka politics and things like that especially if you're an American um, that it's really good things to think about and how we allow specifically men in power or men in the public eye um, treat and discuss women. So I hope that makes sense. I'm really trying to like bring a lot of things at once including history, feminist movement, music industry, female rappers, male rappers, and the way female sexuality is discussed, the double standards. Like, there's a lot there, so I hope that this makes sense. But yeah, it's a fucking piss off. But I also think it's a bomb ass song that I think that hopefully will uh, get the fuck out of COVID and be able to hit the clubs and um, all appreciate this song as a communal effort. Is that the word? I think. I'm, I'm hoping so. It's kind of late at night, guys. Sorry. But yeah, I um, I really think that it's an interesting time in society. I will be doing deep dives on Twitter when I'm baked in bed at night, probably for the next week until all of this conversation blows over. But I'm really intrigued by like how we discuss this song and this time in our lives because it's an important thing to discuss, as I've mentioned. And I would really urge people to think critically on their reaction to the song, why maybe it bothers you. Like, if you don't like music about sex in general, then that's okay. But I would just hope that you wouldn't be, you know, devaluing, like, Meg or Cardi as you would for like, or more than you would with, like, a male rapper. Like, that's what I would just urge you to consider. Um, and also a lot of rap and R&B have gotten extremely pornographic, which is fine. But I just want to, again, regurgitate the idea that there are a lot of double standards. If you can listen to Chris Brown and Jackie and you know, the weekend, like all the sex music and not be so disgusted by that. Maybe we're only allowing songs about male pleasure and what they do to us as women or to women in general, whoever you're listening to this. Um, yeah, it's just, it's something to think about. And I think that even in my own self and the way that I go throughout the world, I need to consider these things because it is always a daily practice to think critically and to continue thinking of the conversation because obviously our history tells us to be disgusted by this song, but why? What the fuck's... What, what is the issue here? Because realistically, there's no issue. They're actually doing God's work for talking about female sexuality on a mass scale. So... Those are my thoughts. I hope that you enjoyed this thinking out loud about wet ass pussy. I'm um, formally sorry to my family who has listened to this. They may have not heard me speak these terms before, but um, get used to it. And I just want to say to you guys, love yourself, love others, and wash your fucking hands. Thank you so much for listening. Please 
tune in on Monday as there are new episodes every Monday and Friday. If you want to go follow me on Instagram, it's at the not so average fetch. Our podcast Instagram is at strategic slut. And I would love to connect with you. Let me know what you found interesting in this podcast. And uh, if you want to share it, that's how the podcast grows. So that would be really cool as well. Again, I appreciate you for tuning in and um, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Take care, guys. Bye.